Welcome back to our second We're podcast. Back. We're back. We made it through the first. We did. I'm glad we did. All right. How are you doing, Mr. Pickard? I am doing I'm doing very well today, actually. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like I ended this day strongly. What was your weekend like? Uh, fast, but productive. Okay. Yeah. What did you do? I, I did some straightening. Straightening? Yeah. Like we went through the basement, did some stuff, cleaned some oh, stuff. Oh, straightening up. up. I just, yeah, productive stuff. Just cleaning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I never called it straightening. Straightening up. You never heard that? Well, straightening up, but not straightening. Organizing. Okay. Yeah, but that's what we did and, um, you know, had a good Sunday and everything. So what about you? So yeah, I went to Mammoth Cave. I hadn't been back since I was in elementary school. We were there on bat day. And one flew right in front of my face. Mm. Almost hit me in the head. That's that's real. A weekend was nothing like that, but it's you good. You did organizing. Yeah. I got hit by a bat. So it was good. This is a big podcast for us. It is. Because we're sitting in the office of Dr. Jeff Bixeman, and he is going to be the feature of this podcast today. Welcome, Dr. Bixeman. Welcome, Dr. Bixeman. Thank you. So we have a, we have a few questions that we've lined up, so we're just going to throw a few things out there and go from there. Is that okay? Yeah, I think so. Are you all right with that? Sounds great. Okay. So Dr. Bixman, how long have you been here at Good Pastor Christian School? A long time. I've been here 32 years, uh, 23 as an employee, and then nine as a student. That is very impressive. That's what, about third or fourth grade that you came? Came in fourth grade. Okay. In the late 80s, and then graduated from here in 1996, went to college for four years, and then came back. Yeah, and then where did you go for your undergrad? I went to Lipscomb. At that time was David Lipscomb uh, University, and it's a neat story in how I ended up back here. I did my student teaching at DuPont Hadley and Metro Nashville Public Schools. I also did some student teaching at Glencliff High School, and I did some student teaching here at Good Pasture. I finished in December, and it's an odd time to graduate in education. And when I graduated in December, I was going to go and do an interim in Metro, but I was mm-hmm. offered an interim job here. Dana Evans at the time was teaching English, and she had to have surgery. So I ended up taking that interim here up until spring break. After that, I subbed in Metro and here, and my plan was the lady who I student taught with in Metro, Sharon Nichols, was going to retire, and I was going to take her job and teach eighth grade history at DuPont Hadley. So that was kind of my mindset at the time, that that's how things would work out for me. Well, she still had not retired. And uh, Marva Woods, who was principal that time at DuPont Middle, had not reached out to me, so I was just kind of waiting, thinking, I know I'm going to get this. They really like me. Yeah. They're right. telling me they want to hire me, and, uh, and that's where I'm going to go. And then I received a phone call from John McCarley, who asked me to come interview at Good Pasture. So I thought, well, I'll go back. I'll interview. So I interviewed with John McCarley, Clint Parnell, and, and Dr. Bill Rule, and they offered me the job. And I asked my mom and dad, I said, well, should I wait on Metro or should I take the job at Good Pasture? And uh, I decided to take the job at Good Pasture. So didn't really know where I would end up, but ended up at Good Pasture. And, um, and that's where I started my career here and still here. And so still here. Uh, God's blessed me. And so that, that discipline was history, right? That you came 
to be a history teacher? It was. My certification is in history economics, seven okay. through 12. Mine's one of the older certifications. They've changed them now, but okay. mine's a seven through 12 certification, but it is history, anything, history seven through 12 or economics. Started as a history teacher, and then at some point you did preparation to get into administration, right? And so how many years between teaching to administration? So I started out, uh, no free period. It was a seven-period day. I taught eighth-grade American history, and I also taught world history. And then I had basketball. I helped with high school basketball and baseball when I was hired. And I did that for several years. The history, I taught eighth grade American history. And then I moved to high school uh, history in my fourth year here and taught junior American, AP American, and AP history and continued to coach and was named the department chair four years in. I did that for two years, and then after that, they hired me to be 7th through 12 assistant principal. So I did that for two years. After that, I was hired to be the head high school boys basketball coach, as well as the 7th and 8th grade principal. I did that for three years, and then they hired me to be the 5 through 8 principal for five years. Then they hired me to be the 7th through 12 principal for two years. Then I was hired to be the director of academics and operations for four years. And then our president retired and they asked me to run the school for a period of time while they did a search. And then they hired me to be president uh, this past February. So it's been been quite a journey to be quite honest with you. I never thought I would would be an employee at Good Pasture for 23 years. Mm, I uh, really didn't didn't I didn't plan for it to be that way. One of my classmates called me uh, two weeks ago and made a pretty interesting statement to me. He said, "Never thought anyone in our class would be president of the school and sit in <laughs> Bill Rule's office." Right, that's right. I said, "I didn't either. Uh, that wasn't the plan for me initially, but uh, but I'm excited about it, and, um, and God's blessed my family. So, and it's really a God thing that I'm doing this." What's been your favorite memory? I love working with students, uh, and I love working with teachers. Man, I have so many great memories. The interesting part of my career that I look back on it is I've been an administrator longer than I was a classroom teacher. (laughs) 17 years in is a long time to be in administration. So looking back when I was a student in school here, my favorite memories come from homecoming. I always enjoyed building floats, uh, the community that was built. Uh, that's what's special about Good Pasture. It makes it a little bit different. Is tradition. The school holds on to those traditions Absolutely. of homecoming and food drive. Some of my greatest memories here I can remember back. And thinking back just on building floats, I, I still have the shield off my 1996 float. Uh, my wife wanted me to throw it away. I refused to do it, so it's still here in my office. Yes, it has faded, but uh, I refuse to get rid of it. But great memory with that. And food drive, I remember when I was a student here and in high school, we would drive to the homes of the people that we were helping give Christmas to, and we would go in their homes 
and give them Christmas and, and give them hopefully enough food to last them two to three months. Uh, those are great memories mm -hmm. I will always have and uh, want my two daughters to have those same type memories as well uh, because, uh, again, it's just very biblical. It's about giving back. It's sure. about showing uh, the hands and feet of Jesus right. uh, to others. When I think of back as a teacher, I was teaching junior U.S. American history in Kate Keith's current classroom. Okay. I will remember I had a Civil War reenactor come speak to my class, my AP class. So he was showing them all of the relics he has accumulated over his reenactment career. And he pulled out an old rifle. And in front of the students, he told me before class, he said, I'm going to fire this in here. He said, nothing will happen. What year is this? I don't know. This was a long time ago. This was <laughs> early 2000s. So he fires the old rifle in my room, and he forgot that he had some gunpowder left there in the rifle. There it is. And it was the shot heard around Good Pasture. Uh, Mr. Parnell was not happy with me when he came to visit me down in my room to make sure everyone was still alive in my classroom. Right. I'm right. a young teacher. I look like I've seen a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was a great memory of the students. Yes. I mean, I, uh, I still have a student that I know uh, from that time period that always kids me every time they see me about the shot heard around Good Pasture. That happened current times with all that's happened in our world. I can't imagine what parents and different people would be saying. I probably would be unemployed. When I think back uh, to my coaching days, I enjoyed coaching. But one of my greatest memories uh, when I was a head coach, we were playing Greenbrier. It was our first district basketball game. It was in December, right before Christmas. We were playing a home game here. And there was three seconds left in the game. We were down 63 to 61. I'd called timeout. So we were going to get to throw the ball in on the sideline right in front of our bench. And I called a play for Garrett Bell. And we throw oh, it man. in, and we throw it to Garrett in the corner. He shoots a three, fading away in the corner, and makes it. And we win the game 64 to 63. I was so excited at the end of the game, but so worried about what was going to happen to that one basketball that there's video of me running to get the basketball after he makes the shot, <laughs> and I'm holding the ball with me before I shake the hand of our opponent. But uh, that was a great memory, great locker room after that. And then principal, I have so many great memories being a principal. I really enjoyed my time being a principal. I enjoyed working with the students and the teachers. But I guess in 2019, uh, the senior class presented me a gift. It was my last year to be principal. And uh, they'd made an image of me and they had pumped it. And they <laughs> all it signed it. it. And, and they presented that to me. And they asked me on stage as I'd finished presenting diplomas to the students, uh, Amon Turner looked at me and said, we have a gift for you. And I go, I'm thinking to myself, "Yes. <laughs> oh, no, what are they about to do to me? Uh, but they brought that out and presented that to me. That was a great moment. I really appreciated that. And they all signed it. Well, and didn't they all hand you, like, as they were walking across the stage, they handed you a pomp, right? And, like, so it was kind did. of building up, up to, to they did. the reveal, they, yeah. They did. They were, in a, they were an incredible class. But great memories. I, I've just had a lot of great memories here. So all the way through my progression, I've really enjoyed each each phase of my life uh, here at school and uh, 
and memories I will always, always yeah. cherish yes. and uh, as I go through my career. I love, I love hearing, you know, I think that's what's great about a relatively small school compared mm-hmm. to others is, is just the stories that can surround history and what great things, funny things, memorable things have been done in the past. Uh, you know, here as we kind of channel toward the end uh, of our time, uh, let's, let's go on the other side. Let's go like, you know, in the future. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like, you know, what are some of your goals, uh, or expectations, uh, for the next, let's just say three to five years, let's just go three to five years, Lord willing, you know, out in front of where we're at right now, put a lot of work into vision, but to hear you talk today, what, what is that just to summarize maybe some, some key points next three to five years? What does that look like? It's a really good question. I was asked that question a whole lot in the past year. <laughs> I, I bet. <laughs> uh, and I, I will commend the school uh, with the search they did with Carter Baldwin. Carter Baldwin is a very reputable uh, company. And over the past year, I interviewed with several schools, and I was asked this question by several schools, and I asked this question here as I went through that process. But the most important thing for me in working in a faith-based school is that people feel the presence of God when they enter our campus. That's the most important goal I have for an institution that I'm going to lead. Second... Culture is very important to me. I believe culture eats strategy. Mm-hmm. And I okay. want us to have a culture here of one, and that's our theme this year, going to Ephesians 4, 15 and 16, where Paul speaks to the body has many, many parts. It must work as one. And I think that's very important to me that we have a positive culture, a culture of people who are multipliers, who are out there working with others and doing it in a positive way as Jesus would do it. And then third, it's our strategic plan. I call it the roadmap. Um, I would say wherever I'm at, there's going to be a roadmap, and I'm going to follow it. That's important to me because I believe that's our business plan. That's who we are, and that's created by a group of people. And the roadmap here at GCS was created by all the stakeholders. Uh, we're a part of that process, and I believe it's important to do the due diligence of following that. But not only following that, I've seen here in two years the school grow and i believe growth is attributed to this plan i look at our middle school we wanted a middle school identity we went away from that and we brought that back and see growth in that area it doesn't happen if it wasn't for the strategic plan so with that being said those are my big goals and i want to see us accomplish all five parts of that strategic plan. If we do that, we're already doing extremely well. We're off to a great start this year, record enrollment. But where can we be in the next three to four years if we continue to follow our roadmap for GCS? I'm excited to see. We have a lot of talented people, a lot of new people this year, people in new positions, and I've tried to be very strategic about that and and very prayerful and thoughted in all of my decisions for the school, but I'm going to do what's best for Good Pasture. I think the part for me in working here and thinking about working somewhere else 
and thinking about it, as I told my wife Renee, I love good pasture. I bleed blue. Mm. I'm always going to do what's best for the school. And I think that's important in leading an institution. Well said. That was awesome. Well, I love getting to work with you every day and you're allowing me to do creative projects and get to sit down with you and um, just get to see who you are as a person because so many times we just say, oh, that's Dr. Bixman. We can't go talk to him, but you're one of us. That's right. This is good. It's been good. And I appreciate uh, some of the same things that uh, Kim has spoken of, um, especially the faith component that you brought into this that that I know is genuine and very authentic. And so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where where that goes in terms of spirituality in the next 35 years. And I know God will lead us in that. Um, Thank you for your time today. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely enjoyed it. And... um, Blessed to have both of you on our campus, and thank you both for what you do, and excited to see what God will do with both of you over the next three to five years, and hopefully a whole lot longer.